0: Welcome to Tattoo Freaks and Business Suits recorded live in the kitchen of the Personal Touch Career Services in Denver, Colorado. I am your host, Donna Shannon. As a professional career coach, I help people navigate the hiring menus to get to the jobs they really love. In addition to working with job seekers one-on-one, I do have a book available. You can find Get a Job Without Going Crazy on Amazon. And today, my guest is Danielle Mendich-Roselle. I'm going to totally butcher your new last name too rosal Roselle. it's just as simple as it looks so but it doesn't look simple <laughs> so, there's a lot of extra letters in there danielle
1: <laughs> no one could pronounce all that last name it's okay
0: <laughs> yeah so for those of you listening at home it's r-o-e-s-s-l-e rosal Okay, so um, our show's purpose is to explore and redefine the world of work, especially as Gen X, Millennials, and those to come after seek leadership positions that'll still allow them to be themselves. So every show, we explore a topic related to business or job searching, and of course, we're going to talk about tattoos. Our sponsor is the Personal Touch Career Services, Denver's top-rated career coaching service. We focus on the practical tools for your job search, including resumes, LinkedIn profiles, interview coaching, ongoing classes, all the rest of those kind of things. So check out our ridiculously long website, which is personaltouchcareerservices.com. Once again, that's personaltouchcareerservices.com, or you know you can just Google it. So hi Danielle. Hi. So you are actually a repeat guest for us. It's been like three years since you were on the show with me.
1: I think it's actually been a year. We did an episode last year about being hopeful during
0: COVID. That's right. We did. We did. How could I forget? Anyways, for those of you who may not have caught those earlier episodes, why don't you tell us a little bit more about you and what you do and all the rest of that?
1: Thank you, Donna. Um, I also am a career coach where Donna helps you get the job. I help you figure out your direction. My company is Inner Compass Coach, and I work with mid-career professionals to help them clarify their career direction and make their next step. I also am the author of The Intercompass Compass Process, Using Childhood Memories to Guide Your Career Change, and that book is coming out in the next two weeks on Amazon, and that's a big reason why I'm here is to talk with Donna about my new book.
0: Well, congratulations. Getting a book done is a lot of work. Oh,
1: my gosh. It was a lot
0: of work for sure. And we've known each other for several years now, and I know you've been working with this process of kind of going back into the childhood memories and stuff like this. And I know you've been refining your, your process over the years. So can you tell me a little bit more about what that inner compass process looks like?
1: Yes, absolutely. So I've been working on the inner compass process for seven years. And the idea is that when you go back to childhood, and explore memories, both happy, unhappy, what happens is you can use them to clarify what you want and need in your career. So let me share a little bit further. So when I work with my clients and when they read the book, the first section is just going back to childhood and looking at both happy and unhappy memories, both in childhood and one's career. And when you do this, what happens is you get to see what motivates you and gets you out of bed every single day, because it's been motivating you your whole life. Mm-hmm. You also get to see what holds you back, both personally and professionally. And on the flip side, the biggest gem that I think my readers will take away is getting to understand what, what comes naturally to them, what they want to be paid for in their career, and most importantly, why based on their childhood stories. So Donna, I want to ask you, when you think about your memories of childhood, especially your happiest memories and the way you like to play, tell me a little bit about what they were like for you. Oh,
0: let's see. Um, I was a big nerd, just so you know, and I was also horribly bullied, so I didn't do a lot playing around with other kids. That sounds awful, I know, but I read a lot, definitely a lot of fantasy kind of things, uh, very much into music, Uh, and I'll give you a a heads up, because there was like two dream careers I had as a kid, it's like, I wanted to either be like a wacky morning DJ on the radio or I wanted to be a stand-up comedian. So unlike a lot of people who kind of keep those childhood dream prayers bottled up, I actually did those. So I was a morning show producer for KBPI in Denver, and then I do stand-up comedy now. So I guess you would say I like being the center of attention. <laughs> yeah.
1: Donna, you bring up something so important because you actually did get to live out your, your careers and our careers evolve because... For example, while you might not be a talk show morning host anymore, it's interesting. You're a podcast host now
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you yep. do other, and I know this is not your only podcast. You have multiple from what I remember. Is that correct?
0: You- I've got two. So I've got this one, which deals with all the business. And in 2021, I launched the comedy one. So Donna Shannon's Coyote Tales. So if you want to laugh and you're not easily offended, I highly recommend you check that one out too.
1: Ooh, ooh. Okay. So you're speaking to the core of what is at my book. And it's that idea of who we were as children and how they want to manifest in our careers now, that personality that wants to come out now. And one of the things a lot of people will make the assumption is, okay, I wanted to be a teacher when I grew up, therefore I should become a teacher. It doesn't work so linear like that. It's mm-hmm. usually a quality B about what we wanted, what we desired, our personalities that wants to come out. So I want to, if you're okay with it, I would love to hear, like, tell me about what happened with your talk show host because I think you did that earlier in your career, but you ended up leaving it. But now it's come back and re-emerged in a different way. Could you speak to that a little bit?
0: Like, why did I leave the morning show? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that was called Bombing Out Drunk. <laughs> <laughs> you know? uh many people do know i'm like a recovering alcoholic like with 20 years in, 20 years of sobriety so that's kind of like part of that whole story i mean they were bringing in a new morning show anyways they had their new uh producer they were bringing along with them so i kind of preemptively quit before i was going to be like go. um ironically enough not let go for for performance even though they had plenty of reasons to fire me for that So, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But then it was interesting because my career in radio was a little bit different. I started off literally in the mailroom, and I worked my way up through the business office, and then made this big leap over onto the talent side, which almost never ever happens. It's real rare for someone to pull that off. But after I got sober, which was within you know a few months of me leaving the morning show, I was doing temp jobs and just trying to figure out, okay, now what do I really want to be when I grow up now and stopped and thought about it. And turns out it was the work in the business office and especially on the recruiting side that I liked the most. Mm -hmm. And that's when I got a job with Rocky Mountain PBS, which is channel six here in Denver in the business office, doing some accounting as well as the recruitment side of things.
1: Interesting. Interesting. It's amazing how things kind of came full circle in some mm-hmm. way for you. And now in your business, because there, you could just be a coach that does resumes, but there's so many parts of your personality that get to come out in your business. Mm-hmm. So you have your podcast, you get to um, do your stand-up comedy in your free time as well. And in many ways, you're letting all parts of your personality emerge, but in different ways.
0: Right, right. And it's like, even when I think about um, what I love the most about what I do in my career, it's not so much writing resumes. Um, Though I do that, mostly my staff writes all the resumes now. It's more about the teaching aspects of things
1: yeah and how like, did the teaching show up as a kid like are there elements you could see of teaching wanting to come out when you were a kid
0: you know I think it would probably relate to uh the acting I would have done mm. so I enjoy doing theater so you know obvious nerd stuff gonna hang out in the theater with all the other theater nerds right
1: yeah
0: and there's a lot that kind of goes on with encouraging your fellow actors and stuff to help them improve their performances too.
1: And you just said a key thing to help them improve their performances.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's something, even as a colleague of yours, I continuously see you do with your clients, whether you're interview coaching with them, whether you're showing them how to up-level their resume after you've rewritten it. It's always about that up-leveling.
0: hmm Yep, absolutely. Yeah.
1: So my point of this, Donna, is that you can see the threads of your childhood manifesting in the way you do your work now. And that's the goal of my book is I want my clients, my readers to be able to see how who they were as kids that gets repressed as they get older, really wants to show up both personally and professionally. And then I always say the key to loving your career is being paid for what comes naturally to you, but allowing the different parts of your personality that want to come out to shine. Mm-hmm. And that's what I always believe is the definition of fulfillment in work. And that's the goal of my book. And I'm um, thank you for playing along with me, Donna. In oh yeah, my pleasure. Yeah. Yourself because those are the threads that I like to tease out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So. One of the things that you also bring back, you know, with and I you know, I don't know if you get people push back on this one too, but yeah, you know, how important it is it to, to go all the way back to childhood to determine the career, especially for somebody who's like they're already 10, 15, or 20 years of experience and they're looking to do that next pivot. It's like, okay, what am I gonna do for the rest of my life?
1: In my opinion, it's pivotal and like absolute. And the reason why I say that is because our childhoods are where our identities are born. It's where we learn what we like, what we don't like. It's where we draw our motivation because that's when everything that happened to us made us who we are. Mm -hmm. So I, that's why I believe going back to childhood is essential Um, It's not for everybody, though, you know, that's why there are other coaches out there that will have you take a battery of assessments to figure out who you are your personality, and so forth. And that's great if that's what you need. Um, I always just say I love going a bit deeper, and my readers will love going deeper because they get to go to where those key parts of you formed and then those key parts that want to come out in your career and most importantly then obviously helping you identify the jobs the employers the industries the businesses you might want to start that better represent who you are in your work
0: right right so kind of given the job market in the age of covid because of Mm -hmm. course we have to discuss this so is now really a good time for someone to change their career
1: absolutely and the reason why is i i i'm sure everybody's reading these articles right now about this idea of covid being the great reset it's almost like putting the reset button personally and professionally um and the reason why i say right now is better than ever is because we're getting to see how things are being changed up we're getting to see more options allowing individuals to work from home which A lot of, when I, prior to COVID, flexibility was one of the biggest things my clients were seeking. And now we're getting to see doors open with more flexibility. We're also seeing a new age of innovation and new companies emerging because out of every recession, um, which not necessarily have we determined this as we haven't really put language yet from what I could see as this being a quote unquote great recession like 2008, that will be determined, but we see innovation come out of hardship. And I think we're going to see emerging talent come out of that too. And then the other thing is I I do hear a lot of people say, Oh, it's so hard to get a job right now. It's just different to get a job right now. I wouldn't call it harder. It's just different. And the biggest thing that I'm seeing is, um, companies are more likely to hire someone they know, like, and trust, So networking, career conversations are more pivotal than ever because it's just about um, finding the right talent Mm -hmm. and conversations are the way to do it. And of course, where Donna comes in is having a beautiful resume to represent what you do in your background always helps too.
0: Right. Of course. Of course. And one of the things that I kind of encourage people and it's like, when is it time to change your career? it's when you feel it's time to change your career. And it's like, yeah, we were talking before I started recording them doing this big business accelerator for my company and all the rest of this, which I almost didn't do it this time because honestly I'm having some health issues, right? I've got some, uh, I've got degenerative disc disease through my neck and lower back. So it's given me some issues and I'm like, well, do I wait until I feel better? And then I'm like, I'm fifty one years old right now, and I'm really at that point in my life where it the question comes if not now, when yeah yeah you know, that's the thing I have to accept. I'm never going to learn to play hockey. I'm not gonna go tear it up and down guys yeah. already had shoulder surgery in 2018 you know and um, this is the time now to define I have to still have 20 years of work before the government man says I can retire yeah. How do I want to spend that next twenty years? And if not now, when? I think that's same for many people who are considering any kind of career change, right? It's like if you if you don't make the changes now, it only gets worse the longer you wait.
1: I agree with that, and you know it's interesting because my hopes would be Donna of by doing your accelerator you're able to free up time to take care of your health needs.
0: Yeah. That's the plan. That's the plan. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like anybody doing a career change or trying to find a job and they're like, got a job. They're like, Oh, I don't have any time to go find a job that'd give me better because I'm already putting in 50, 60 hour weeks at this other place. And it's like, well, if you don't put in the extra time now, to number one, figure out what is going to be the good fit for you, which is where you come into play. Yeah, or putting in efficient systems to job search. Things will never change if if nothing changes, nothing changes. Exactly,
1: exactly. And I think the thing too is that the goal of changing your career and your circumstance, Donna, changing your business, is to better meet your needs. And that's why I don't use the word dream job anymore, because your dream job at 20 might not look like your dream job at 30, 40 or 50, because things have to evolve just like we do. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And that's why, you know, I I think one of the things people will often say to me is I want to be in my next job for the next 20 years. I'm like, does that really even exist anymore? (laughs) Because our needs are going to change. We're going to evolve and grow. So I want my client's trajectories, meaning every job they have along the way or the different options they have to meet their needs as they evolve, just like your business is evolving with you, Donna. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think I commend you for taking on this challenge of joining up this accelerator. And that's why I really agree with you fully that the best Mm -hmm. time to change your job is now Mm -hmm. because If your needs have changed, why not meet them and see if life can be better and more fulfilled?
0: Right. Absolutely. So you also do some interview coaching too, and your method is all around storytelling. Can you tell me some more about that? Sure.
1: Well, I think the best way to introduce this is to share the story of how I got this initiated. So I have been... Doing interview coaching in private practice for the last seven years. And yet when I would work on interviewing clients, I would often find them trying to memorize their responses and get really frustrated with this idea of having to memorize. And of course I would tell them, you don't need to memorize your responses. You just need to tell a story. I felt like I just didn't have the right tools to get them where they wanted to be. Mm. So fast forward, Donna, I meet Elise Bloom and Keith Bailey, and they have this company, Articulated Intelligence. And Elise and I are connecting during the time of COVID, just because it's been a while since we've spoken with one another. And Elise and I were, she, she's telling me that she is doing public speaking coaching with Keith mm-hmm. and how they have this method of teaching people how to become better public speakers through using gamification and just using quick one-word strategies to help them tell their stories and become better public speakers. And so Elise takes me through her teaching method, and I thought it was brilliant. So I asked her and Keith to work with me so that we can better help my clients prepare for their job interview and so we've been using this gamification method where you like interviewers learn to associate one word with their interviews and then they learn how to better recall interview stories and we've been practicing on clients they've been nailing their job interview And now we're coming out with a course called Master Storytelling for Job Interviews, just using one word alone. And it's been really brilliant. It's been helpful. My clients are nailing their job interviews. And um, that's how we're doing it is gamification and quick word association so that my clients can nail their job interview.
0: That sounds cool. That's very innovative, very different. Thank you. Thank you.
1: It's been a lot of fun. And, um, it's been a lot of fun working with Keith and Elise because they've worked, they've had their own method for years and it's solving a problem that I've had as a coach, which is just, it's been brilliant.
0: Excellent. Yeah. We do interview coaching too, as well. We take a little bit different strategy. Yeah.
1: Tell me more. So, uh,
0: given that my background is in human resources and recruiting, So a lot of what I teach in my interview coaching is more traditional Mm -hmm. in like, this is what the companies expect. This is how to present yourself. And we still dive pretty deep into like, I want you to be honest. I want you to be sincere. I want you to be authentic, but we're not going to uh, step our foot into holes by being too honest. Yes. (laughs) Best foot forward in all things. Well, we're still continuing to screen, um, screen out the employers too, because it has yep. to be a match on both sides.
1: That makes a lot of sense. And it's interesting because, um, Donna, one of the ways that we play around with stories is stories can be reshaped and shared in different ways to different audiences. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that's helpful about word associations is you can start playing around with your story and figuring out which words would change the way you tell it.
0: Mm, Yeah.
1: And you've nailed it because we don't want to go off and share something in our job interview that would give an interviewer red flag or show that we're a liability. So it's all about what we choose to share and how we tell the story. And that's a big part of the course that we're working on and just about to wrap up.
0: Excellent. Excellent. So, uh, Throughout your career so far as a coach, um, what was the most rewarding project or client that you've worked with so far?
1: Yeah. So in my book, I'm, I'm going to use a pseudonym. I call her May. And um, she is one of my favorite clients that I've worked with. And one of the reasons she was my favorite clients is because she was completely open to where the inner compass process would take her. So May and I started working together and her company actually paid for her to do coaching with me because her supervisor and her supervisor's supervisor were my former clients as well. And they just thought that, you know, as a part of working, having their um, employees work there, they wanted them to feel that they could have internal career growth. And May was a content director and really questioning if she wanted to stay at her company. And May ended up going through the inner compass process. And by going back to her childhood, she realized that um, she really wanted to be creative and that creativity is what drove her. But the problem was that in her current company, she was taking on projects that didn't allow her to feel excited or creative. Mm. So by doing the inner compass process and looking at her childhood and how she liked to be creative, she realized that in order for her to stay at the company, she needed to only take on projects that excited her. And luckily her company had the flexibility to be able to meet those needs and um, gave her the permission to pass along work to other colleagues because the department was big enough so that she was fully focusing on the projects that really interested her. So that helped her really evolve in her company and bring on, like she had a campaign after working with me, that was the highest producing campaign yet because she got to choose it. And the company got to reap the whole word of her loving her work. And that was such an amazing outcome. The other outcome that was really cool, Donna, was that she realized by looking back at childhood how much she loved telling stories. Mm-hmm. And she became really clear that she wanted to write a book. So she ended up finishing up a novel um, that. She poured her heart and soul in. It went to Amazon about two months ago, and now it's on the best sellers list.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It wasn't, if she didn't look at childhood, she wouldn't have had those takeaways or aha moments and these outcomes. So she's one of my favorite clients I like to feature so far because she got to shift her current work and she got to write her novel and if she only came in thinking that she was going to just change her career entirely, she wouldn't have come to the outcome she did. And that's why she was one of my favorite clients.
0: Excellent. I mean, that's definitely a very cool story to see how people can, especially when the company believes in them and then follow, lets them follow their dreams and being smart about recognizing their passions. This is one of the reasons why I tell all the time, smart hiring managers, hire people who are passionate about what they do.
1: Absolutely.
0: And that's why in our job search and LinkedIn resumes, all the rest of this, we need to convey in some way, what is it that we are passionate about? Because smart managers want to know.
1: Amen. Amen. Mm
0: -hmm. All right. So now we get to come to my favorite part of the show where we get to talk about the tattoo of the day, but Danielle, you still don't have any tattoos. No
1: tattoos.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which is okay. Okay, I can live with that. Um, but if you were to get a tattoo, which one would you get in why?
1: Yeah. Um, so I do have a ring that says love on it. And the ring is one of my favorites. And I would probably get a tattoo of love on my ring finger. And the reason why this ring is so important to me is about three years ago, I decided if I was going to get married, I would marry myself and that I was going to love myself completely. Mm So I had this beautiful ring made. It's gold. It says love and it has diamonds on the like L, like in between the O and at the end of the E. It's beautiful. And it's because I decided to marry myself and love myself. And that's what I would have tattooed on my body is that commitment to
0: myself. Well, that's cool. I like that concept. But now you even have a husband too. And that real weird name. (laughs) Yes, (laughs)
1: exactly. And, And I know you love tattoos, Donna. Are you getting any tattoos, maybe in terms of COVID or anything to, you know, any tattoos coming up for you?
0: Uh, I got one just back in October. so, uh, which was a pretty big, substantial piece. It, it was a big cover up on one of my first tattoos on like uh, on my chest. So uh, it's this massive dragon. That <gasps> actually, the new logo for our podcast, that dragon is my newest tattoo, actually.
1: Does it have any meaning or significance? If you're yes, com- it
0: does. So the re- the one it replaced was a dragon itself, and it had fallen apart so bad nobody knew what it was anymore. <laughs> like it was, I mean, it's like a thirty year old tattoo. It's old. Uh, so the original tattoo was uh, the thought process being: if I'm going to follow my heart in my life, I need a protector of the heart. So that's what the dragon was for so this one is basically the same meaning but it's definitely a big upgrade wow you can't even i'm wearing a it, turtleneck you can't it's see hardest, yeah.
1: but the colors are really rich like i can see the green it's beautiful even from the little glimpse i can see thank you for sharing
0: yeah absolutely so that is all that we have time for today so danielle How can people get in touch with you?
1: Yes, please visit my website, innercompasscoach.com. I can also be found on LinkedIn, Danielle Rossell. My last name is spelled R-O-E-S-S-L-E. And if you'd like to buy my book, please get on my book launch uh, page. It's on my website, intercompasscoach.com and it should be out in the next two weeks. So April 1st is my anticipated launch date. I'm going to be having a party, giveaways, extras, if you join and I'd love you to be a part of it.
0: Absolutely. Thank you very much, Danielle. Always great to speak with you. Uh, My name, again, is Donna Shannon, Personal Touch Career Services. And as my producer always reminds me, uh, if you like what we did, give us a like, give us a follow, maybe even a comment. If you don't like it, keep it to yourself and be nice. And until next time, thank you very much. Thank you.